All right. Welcome to Talking Nonsense with Brian. I'm your host, Brian Clough. Today, we're going to have a great time. If you like the show, please subscribe and like us on Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Podchaser. All right. Welcome to another edition of Talking Nonsense with Brian. Today, we're going to go in a little bit of a different direction. we got the upcoming Fort Lauderdale Aaron C. Show coming up uh, May 8th and May 9th, right around the corner. And we're going to do a little preview. I got Jimmy Smith here, the expert, local expert. You'll see him running down the beach there in the air show, screaming, and uh, be the uh, only guy with a boner on the beach, probably. <laughs> and he's the uh, resident expert on all things flying in the area. Now, in the past, they used to have these massive, massive air and sea shows back in the 90s where the, they bring in just about everything in the inventory and they'd have these huge VIP tents. And these VIP tents were the place to watch the air show. One of my buddies used to get tickets. And uh, let's just say back in the day, um, we'd all end up getting tickets to the VIP. It was basically, we'd all be getting into the VIP tent and it was a party. They had an open bar. Um, you know, top shelf liquors, a couple different types of keg beers, you know, bottled beers. They have these full sandwich stations like sliced steak, turkey, uh, you name it. Just, a, you know, meatball grinders and everything. You know, just a top-notch layout. And then, uh, you know, at the end they bring desserts and cookies. But it was basically open bar for the entire air show. It would be right in the center line of the whole event happening. And it, it was the way to watch the air show back in the day. And uh, they took a little bit of a break for a few years, and now the air show's back on. Um, they're slowly building it back up. Uh, this year, we're going to go into some of the types of uh, planes and helicopters and the jump teams that are going to be uh, participating in the air show. Uh, basically, it's going to start off, usually the SOCOM Paracommandos will be uh, opening up the show. Jimmy, you uh, want to give a little background on what the Paracommandos are going to be doing? Paracommandos generally start the show. They'll fly up to about 10,000 feet and jump out of a plane. These guys are mostly retired military, whether Air Force, Navy, Marines, Army, uh, range of the Special Forces, and some civilian guys that have jumped. And they just do this uh, to represent the, all the military people that have jumped in service. Most of them, like I said, are retired. And this is what they do to um, celebrate their community as far as uh, paratroopers go. In the past, they've had uh, the Navy, back in the day when the, the air show was really at its game, the Navy SEAL, the, the leapfrogs, what you call it, right? Or they came in, and something happened, a little side story on that is uh, I ended up meeting up with a bunch of them, and... Uh, my girlfriend at the time, they, I guess they, they all thought she was pretty cute. And uh, we ended up taking four or five of the SEALs downtown to downtown Himarashi area where Tarpon Bend was and all. And it was on a Saturday night. So they had, uh, they had already performed on Saturday. And uh, Saturday night we met up with them. And uh, these guys were cool as hell. And uh, we took them out. And my brother ended up coming out with us and. uh all I remember is it was about 2.30 in the morning. We're at Tarpon Bend, 
and we're still doing shots and these guys are partying like maniacs and um i think me and my girlfriend ended up leaving and my brother said hey you know come on guys i'll take you out to another place over here so they went for like another hour or two out and they're just you know banging down hard liquor shots and they had to perform again then the next day and uh so the next day comes and uh I, t- I call my brother to see if he's going to go out to the show, and he doesn't answer the phone. He's still asleep. And I'm like, oh, boy. And uh, it's a really windy day. And um, so I said, we're sitting at the beach, and they're like, oh, the Navy SEAL Elite team is coming out. And uh, so you see them all jumping out of the plane. And one by one, they all miss their target. One guy goes right into the palm trees. Another guy goes over the whole thing, hits the concession stand, drops down, and I think he, like, breaks his leg or something. Not one guy landed on, on Mark. And, and as they're coming down, I'm like, oh, yeah, those guys are cool. I was up with them last night. We were partying. They're, they can really, you know, handle their liquor. And none of them could. They just, uh, every one of them missed their drop. They, uh, you know, like I said, a couple of them landed uh, up against palm trees and, you know, onto the road and across the road. And, yeah, I kind of like walked away, like, whoop, what? I didn't have a part of that. But that was the one funny story with the uh, the leap team. Now, usually after they fly, uh, the T six Texans will come in, and these guys will also be, uh, you know, begin, in the beginning of the show when you're walking over to the beach, you'll see sky riding, and uh, these are usually the planes that are doing it. So, what's your thoughts on the? Uh, give us a little background on the T six, Jimmy. Well, the Geico Skytypers are a very famous team. They travel all around the country. Uh, It's a six-man team. Uh, All these pilots have various amounts of experience, lots of it. Uh, They're playing as an old World War II uh, base naval trainer, and some of the pilots today still start, in the military, still start with flying those. Um, They're powered by a radial engine, so they have a real nice, unique sound to them. And uh, they, they do a lot of different like Brian said, sky typing, and also different formations that were common in World War II and formation flying, and they they focused on, they do some uh, typical, if you listen to their, uh, radio, their radio, their announcer, he'll explain what they're doing as far as formations and uh, dogfighting and two ships, single ships. Uh, it, it's kind of like the Blue Angels, but a lot, lot slower. But uh, they're still pretty cool, and the, the smoke they use, at least, pretty cool formations in the sky so they they're good to get pictures of because they're not moving quite as fast yeah then usually right after that they'll bring out the uh miss geico speedboat and they'll keep uh one or two of the uh t6 texans flying around and uh after the speedboat does a demonstration they'll actually do a race between the speedboat and the t6 texan and and you can see the the texans trying to like Fly as slow as they can, dropping his flaps and you know nose up attitude a little bit, and uh, you know trying to keep pace with the boat, and especially if it's uh, there's any waves out that day or something. But it's always good to watch. The only time I've seen it, it's been a little too rough for them to even really open that boat up. So it's you know, and they're not too close, so it's tough to get an idea of the speed. But the plane is gonna <laughs> be flying enough to fly, uh, flying fast enough to fly, and the boat, I don't, you know. It depends upon the sea state about how fast they can really open it up to. Yeah, if they can get that thing full throttle on a flat Then it might be a race. <laughs> yeah. Now next, uh, the F-16 Viper. Now we're starting to get into some of the fun jets. And uh, why do they call it the Viper, Jimmy? The technical name is the 
General Dynamics F-16 Fighting Falcon, and it's just known in the fighting community, they nicknamed it the Viper because it's, if you look at it from the right angles, it kind of resembles a snakehead, and they picked the Viper for the way it strikes, uh, like, as in the snake itself. Oh, okay, I didn't know the whole snakehead thing, that's pretty cool. But, uh... It's going to do a, a demonstration. This will be one of the better demonstrations. One of my, they're one of my favorite teams. Those guys, are, they're awesome. The plane is, when it's light, they don't have anything in it. It's unbelievably maneuverable. It, it's, it's one of the best demonstrations to see. And the paint scheme they have last, last year and this year is amazing. You want to make sure to try and pay attention to that. It's painted black with yellow like a snake. It looks awesome. So that's one, another cool thing about the team this year. That was the coolest looking jet last year. That, that paint scheme was uh, phenomenal. Uh, so definitely uh, look up, try to, if you got binoculars, focus in on that, get a good picture of it. Um, You'll be able to get good pictures, especially if it's sunny when they do this slow flyby. They always make sure to angle the plane towards the spectators. There'll be a good opportunity to get some good pictures of a pretty cool paint scheme. Definitely, definitely. Then you're gonna see a bunch of uh, Red Bulls pulling out all their uh, stops. They're gonna, Probably start off with their the, the stunt plane that uh, Kirby Chambliss flies, and this guy's a hell of a pilot, huh? He flies uh, a Zipco 540, which he calls his Red Bull 540. He's uh, very well known and well established air champion, uh, gold medal air racer, uh, racing aerobatics. He's been doing it his whole career, and he's one of the best in the world at it. And it's, he's a partner with one other guy on his team, and those two regularly in the Red Bull racing circuit win and dominate yeah when you see this guy fly he's a it's amazing uh, the things he can make that plane do um they also this year they're they're gonna have the uh, the red bull air force which are they like, how would you describe them uh well it's base jumping basically out of a plane they have wingsuits so when you base jump a lot they'll have wingsuits to do that but they do it out of a plane and they do aerobatic aerobatics with themselves with the wingsuits on the way down. I've never seen them. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I've never seen them either. Uh, I have seen some videos online and uh, I remember one in particular. These guys were base jumping off the side of a mountain and they go through this canyon and there'd be like five or seven of them or something all going kind of like one at a time but going on the same path with cameras on their head and I remember one time I was watching if you zoomed in on like a certain click like three minutes and 22 seconds you could they're all, they all got different colors one guy's wearing red one guy's wearing blue one guy's wearing yellow but you can see this blue form up against the rocks so one, one guy didn't make it oh. and uh and you, you have to really pay attention and you're like oh my you could just see because they're getting down close to these rocks and everything and there's you know the zipping on over and they're you know daredevils yeah it's wild i saw it a couple of years ago and uh, I picked up on it, and I was like, ooh. Daredevil is a good Mr. word for that, too. Mr. Blue <laughs> didn't make it, and uh, totally just death on impact. But that won't happen These here. guys are professionals. I mean, this is what they do, and it's going to be wide open area. Of course, it's all going to depend on the wind, too. If it's too windy, it's going to limit to what the SOCOM guys can do and these guys can do. So hopefully it's not too breezy. Yeah. They do have a cutoff. But they'll probably be starting around like 10,000 feet also, jumping out gliding on down and then at the end I think they pull a parachute uh, you know, pull the ripcord and a parachute brings them down like the last couple hundred feet or something like that now the most interesting one of them all 
is going to be the Red Bull helicopter. I don't think it's performed in the Fort Lauderdale Air Show before. And I've never seen it, and I'm looking forward to it because they're going to do maneuvers helicopters don't typically do. I guess it's only one of a few in the world that are certified to do aerobatics like this, perform loops, barrel rolls, fly backwards, anything you can think of a, a plane doing and even more because they can hover and do it slow. Uh, this, I think, is going to be a really good demonstration also because it's just something different and it's like a, somebody that's in the planes. I'm really looking forward to seeing that too. Yeah, that should be good. It should be a, you're not going to believe what this helicopter can do. Uh, next, they're going to be, and this might, might not be totally in the correct order, but you'll recognize each uh, event, event as it happens. The C-17 Globemaster is going to make an appearance. They generally fly by in the beginning. It's a slow flyby. I mean, it's a big, impressive plane. They'll put down all the gear, lower all the flaps. You'll be amazed at how does the thing stay in the air flying that slow. Um, it's a very versatile aircraft. It'd be be a better demonstration if you could see it at the airport what, what they can do with it as far as landing and taking off how something that size can stop and get going as quick as it does that's the main abilities of it and that's why it's so valuable to the military they can land it anywhere and it can carry up to five hundred thousand pounds in cargo so yeah tanks you know yeah. troops you name it there's a uh, equipment and uh, you know like like jimmy said it's a short takeoff and and landing uh so you can Land on a really small patch of runway or... 3,500 feet. Yeah. Yeah. So this, that'll be pretty cool. Um, the Coast Guard always comes in and they're going to do their search and rescue demo. Um, what do you got about... Uh, they'll probably be out of Miami Executive Airport. Um, they fly MH-65 Dolphin helicopters out of there. Uh, that's my favorite Coast Guard helicopter because they're small and fast. And they can do any kind of search and rescue. They just... They don't have the range of, say, the bigger Jayhawks that the Coast Guard has, which everybody knows. But um, what they're going to do around here, it's uh, going to be a pretty cool demonstration. And they'll also use their, uh, I think it's HC-144 Century aircraft, which will come in and drop a raft and drop um, smoke flares to uh, a person in the water and just demonstrate how they would work a situation if they were doing an actual water rescue with, say, boating emergency or medical emergency or whatever that you may happen on the water and then they're uh they're pretty good i mean for somebody like me i'm in the maritime industry i respect and count on those guys and they're the best at their job so it's something people don't want to pay attention to it but it's still pretty cool to watch them do their do their job and it's all practice for them so they take it very seriously yep yep we're lucky to have them around interesting story back the air shows I was talking about in the past, there was one, I forget which year it was in the 90s, but you'll probably remember the story when I tell it. The Coast Guard was doing a demonstration, and, uh, you know, basically in the middle of the demonstration, you know, the, they, the divers jump out of the plane or out of the helicopter and go down. Well, the divers jump out, and all of a sudden, everybody just turns around, and all the helicopters and the Learjet... They all take off and fly up over the building, uh, heading uh, heading out west. And we're like, what's going on here? And they, they never came out. Left the divers in the water and everything. Turned out, Value Jet had just crashed in the Everglades during the air show. And they tore off and actually went straight out to the Everglades to do a search and rescue real time with a Value Jet crash. Happened, we watched it happen live. It was pretty wild. Now, after that... 
close out the show is going to be everybody's favorite, you know, the Blue Angels. And there's something different about these Jets as compared to in the past, would you say, Jimmy? <laughs> they switched this year to the uh, Super Hornet, which is the, they call the Rhino, versus the past 20 years or so they've been using the Legacy Hornet. The Super Hornet is roughly 25% bigger uh, overall with a four and a half foot, just about four and a half foot bigger wingspan and length overall, and they're about a foot taller on the tail. Just an overall bigger plane. So the maneuvers are going to be basically the same. Some will be a little different, not that we're going to notice. It's going to be more on the pilot side. But it's going to be easier for the people on the ground to see the planes because they're that much bigger in formation. The formations are going to look bigger. And um, they have a lot more thrust, so they're going to be louder. They can uh, sustain their turns uh, faster and longer with the extra thrust they have. The main thing I think most people are going to notice is going to be the size versus the smaller Hornets, the Legacy Hornets. These ones, the Super Hornets, like I said, are a little bigger and noisier, which is better. Should be interesting. I haven't seen the Super Hornet fly yet, and this will be the first time, so look, definitely looking forward to that. Hoping and every now and then uh, you might get a flyby from uh, the F-16s out of Homestead. They, they usually like to make a, an appearance for the, home, for the uh, air show. Seen there right down the road, just south of Miami. Uh, they'll make a little pass by sometime. Hopefully it'll happen this year. But uh, that's going to be your lineup for this year's Fort Lauderdale Air and Sea Show. And another thing I just want to bring up, too, is a lot of people, you'll see, if you do any research or you see people online making negative comments, oh, how can they spend all this money, blah, blah, blah. You can look up whatever number you want. It's all posted. It's all public record of how much it costs for them to fly an hour. Uh, the, for the F-16 and the, you know, the Blue Angels. All this time is allotted in the budget, no matter what. These guys have to fly and train those hours, whether they're doing it off an aircraft carrier or they're doing it in the Blue Angels because that's what they want to do in their chosen field in the military at their time in the service. So there's, it's not a waste of money because there's millions of people that enjoy it, and the time is allotted and the money budgeted no matter what. So it's not... Like, you can just stop it and take it out. You could, I guess, take it out of the budget. But then these guys would still be flying and training somewhere else and still spending that money. Plus, the Fort Lauderdale Air and Sea Show in the past used to be the number one recruiting tool. It it would get the most people signing up for the military. Right, and that's that's the main objective of these teams, the Air Force, the Thunderbirds, the Viper team, any of them, Blue Angels, is to recruit people, and I'm sure... It, you know, it just doesn't work on, you know, young kids. It's people that maybe you've thought about it or at that age where they're not sure and they look at that and say, and they decide to go into, uh, you know, the military for a career or whatever. And that's their main job, and I'm sure they do quite well at it. Now, keep an eye out. They'll start flying in usually that Thursday. Maybe one or two might come in on Wednesday, but majority of them will come in on Thursday head out, do a little practice run, get a lay of the land. Friday, they usually will do a, a walkthrough uh, for the big air show on Saturday and Sunday. So if you've got to work on Saturday and Sunday, get, that, get out there on Friday. Friday's practice day is the best day, I think. Yeah. There's nobody there. They do just about everything. And it's, uh, like I said, it's cool when there's nobody there because you can yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah, there's no, no crowds, no traffic. And you can figure out where the center line is going to be. Yeah, bring your sunglasses, bring a hat. 
I'm going to bring a knapsack with some beer in it, maybe some vodka, who knows. <laughs> come, uh, come prepared, and uh, you should have a great time this, this upcoming weekend. Once again, May 8th and 9th. Hope to see you guys out there.